When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the safety. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the safety. Everybody and welcome back to the Massing Over Hap Up podcast. We're here today to talk about the finale of season 10 of The Mass Singer. It is over. Four performers came into the arena, three of them left, one of them won. And we're here to break it all down and talk about this final episode of season 10. I'm your host, of course, Puizen Bikili. And with me is my lovely co host, it's Liana Boris. Liana, how are you doing? That's me. I'm doing well. We did it. The season is over. I'm I don't know how to feel. I think it was <laughs> fun. I'm excited to process all my thoughts and feelings with you as we walk our way through the finale. Yeah, it this season was weird because of the number of delays we had in between and then we didn't record one week. It both felt like we didn't podcast about the show at all and that it's been going on forever. Yes. Yes. That, that is kind of how I feel that it just absolutely blew by at the same time. It also took like the, the, like I, okay. I did not. Anthony Anderson was on the show. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> that was early we talked about way back in September. I don't know. It just feels a little bit, a little bit like a blur there were some standout moments, but maybe not as uh, as much of a standout as potentially some of the other seasons had been for me. I think I had a, I think I had fun throughout. I'll always remember Genuine and the discussion about <laughs> Genuine versus Neo. Metal World Peace, of course. Who who could forget? So uh, I I moments. could forget. I forgot he was on ah. the show until you just said that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a tiny little blip on our radar in group C when he came in as the wild card. But yeah, that's, that's us. That's the season. Yeah. And uh, you know, we get to this final and part of me feels like you had the perfect storm for this to be your last finale ever. Now hear me out. Mm. The final four consisted of the first ever wild card to make it to the finals. And the ding dong keep it on person making it to the finals you have a ding dong you have 
the wild card. On. You have the a, a group A winner, group A. It was like, I don't know. You could have you could have made this the last one, but of course we do know confirmed season eleven is coming in the spring. So we'll have that to look out for. But yeah, I I feel like because you know how people talk about Survivor and they say that, oh, we need themes back again because all these seasons are meshing into one for me. I feel like Mass Singer has the opposite problem where Mm. they've done so many like thematic specific things that I can't place which one was on which season anymore. I do not remember because, you know, like we had the the good, the bad and the cuddly. Couldn't tell you what season that was. And then every week there's a brand new theme for the night. And I can't match if if we did a quiz and it said, all right, um, obviously, I think Harry Potter night was this season. But it was like, which season had Lord of the Rings? Night? I'm like, I don't know. How would I remember this? Yeah, I don't really care that I can't remember what season it's on. I to me, I really like the the theme nights. Because I mean, although Harry, yeah, Harry Potter night was definitely a weird. I mean, that was it was like what Wizards was the like magic was kind of the theme there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I don't know. That doesn't really bother me so much. I feel like if they did away with that, then I'm even less likely maybe to remember what happened. But even then, I don't even really remember. I just remember like certain performances that stick with me. And so the only reason why I would advocate against it is if it gives more freedom and flexibility to the song choice. Mm-hmm. So then that way the singers can pick songs that are, I don't know, maybe have a higher likelihood of like, being their favorite or being super iconic. Um, like thinking about uh, rainbow that the thingamajig did. I, like, I, I, you know, how, what if we didn't get that as a result of being forced into trolls night, for example, I, then that I think would have been lost, but otherwise I don't particularly mind the, uh, the theme nights. I actually did to take a little bit of a step back want to address this whole the sea queen is the first wild card to make it to the finale speak on it okay you know what i will thank you puya for platforming me (laughs) (laughs) what go on why are you laughing because you made it sound like i'm some figurehead (laughs) i'm not (laughs) okay so i would like to just look back let's actually you know what let's start let's just look back one single Season. season okay okay let's go back one single season okay so the macaw did the macaw perform in every single round i don't think so like i'm pretty sure the macaw was brought in later because uh, this is like the season where you had to win like you had to continue to win in order to stay in the game like you had to be the top person. Like that was the theme of last season, right? Like yes. Medusa, like one, one, and then they did the ding dong, keep it, keep it on bell. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know how you kind of factor that in because technically the macaw and the California role really only performed one time before moving on to like, who could forget how mad you were about that? Yeah. Well, look, it's neither here nor there, but the, <laughs> the main example that I want to talk about is actually in season eight with the lambs because the lambs. So this who? is the lamb, but uh, Wilson Phillips, you know, who I never got to um, uh, uh, okay. Sorry. I, I got distracted. Um, so <laughs> they round two, group B, whatever you want to call it, they were brought in in the second episode. So how is that different 
I mean, I guess it was the same thing with like you had to win. So I don't know. There's some unique distinction with the wild card that makes this the first time it ever happens. But you want me to tell you examples. what the unique is? Okay, tell me what they're wild and it's a card. No, the the unique distinction is that Massinger decided that this is different than what you're describing yeah, because they're like not the, really. <laughs> this is the SmackDown versus the Battle Royale all over again. Like, oh, the first time of the season, we're getting the Battle Royale, but you had the SmackDown throughout the rest of the season. It's like legitimately exactly the same. The same. Yeah, it's, you know, half a dozen, six of the other, or whatever that saying is. Six of a six, six or half dozen of, of another, whatever. Um, you know what I was thinking about? You know what's a weird saying? The, there's multiple ways to skin a cat, or there's more than one way to skin a cat. That's what a weird? Have you never heard that before? No, thankfully, I don't know what circles you're roaming in. Okay, well, yeah, I feel like that's just such a weird phrase, especially as you know, we have cats, so like that's kind of mm-hmm. terrifying. But the other version is there's multiple ways to, sh- or there's more than one way to shear a sheep which I think is a little bit better. PETA probably would disagree on that one. But actually, that reminds me. You know how PETA like redid the sa- the phrases? It's like idioms, but for PETA that are supposed to be like nicer to animals. So instead of two birds, one stone, it's like two birds, one bush or something like that. Do you remember that? I do not. Okay. <laughs> but okay, that stop sounds using right. an- yeah. So stop using anti-animal language. Instead of killing two birds with one stone, it's feed two birds with one scone. Okay, so there's no bush involved oh in God. that. Um, and then it's like instead of beating a dead horse, you're feeding a fed horse because <laughs> it's it's already fed. Why am I talking about? Yeah, you kind of oh, went into the weeds, didn't you? Yeah, I, whatever. Anyway, the, I fine. If Massinger wants to say that the, the 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 Sea Queen is the first wild card to make it to the finale, fine. That's fine. I don't really get the ticky tacky definitions of it all, but I'm fine. If they want to say that, fine. Right, it's like they're wrong, but that's fine. I mean, I personally would not classify it this way, but that's their show, not mine. So you know, to each their own. There are two birds, one scone. or whatever (laughs) okay so then shall we get into the finale yeah (laughs) are you okay you're gonna be fine yeah going through it back there Uh, yeah look it's the last day before the holidays things are a little tough right now (laughs) vacation mind is pending yeah burnout mind is a full swing Alrighty then. Well, let's get into it, Liana. Let's get into this finale. And first of all, all four finalists come out to perform. What did you mm-hmm. think of this? Oh, I was super happy with this because that was one of the fun parts about the the OG season, which actually, okay, another thought that I had while I was watching this. the When they opened up the season, they had kind of this like montage of, you know, oh, when... The monster sang like that took the world by storm, blah, 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 whatever, when the monster won. And I think it really does go back to like how iconic that first season was. And even I think you can look to the very first performance is the perfect reason is why the show is still on the air, because I think the combination of Donny Osmond doing the greatest show or the greatest show, like whatever, the musical, the greatest showman doing that song and then having the monster just in general exist and win 
Like, I think mm-hmm. that that's part of the reason why the show is so successful. So it was kind of cool to watch them harken back to that and then jump forward to kind of like how far we've come. So it was nice because I felt like the group performance was also sort of harkening back to the earlier seasons of the show when everything was a little bit more um, not so like piecemeal feeling like it felt like more of a continuous show because they were kind of like rotating people around in the groups and it wasn't as sort of blocked out for logistical reasons and so they could actually do these types of group performances because you actually had all the celebrities like around uh and kind of chilling for the filming so it, i i really enjoyed it yeah would you co-sign what they're saying about uh, this being the strongest final of all time because that that came up a lot throughout the episode. Why do I feel like we say that every single year? Right? I, because I mean, last year, last mm-hmm. season, for, for example, I mean, that was just the heart. Uh, well, yeah, I guess it was just the harp and the lambs because technically Nikki Glazer got no, eliminated. Last right season before. was the Medusa Macaw in California role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Okay, but see, then you could say like that was a super strong. I mean, actually, maybe not. Maybe that wasn't as super strong as as this one. Okay, oh. so I would say, I would say the str- one of the really strong finales was seven, and that was with uh, Tayana Taylor as the Firefly, the Ringmaster, and uh, the Prince. That was a pretty good season in terms of the finale. Yeah, I feel like the um. Yeah, I feel like we've the caliber has gotten better is really how it feels to me. I feel like we've gotten stronger singers more and more um, getting to the all the way to the end. I will say one of my personal favorites is season five with mm-hmm. the final four of Nick Lachey, Jojo, Wiz Khalifa and Omarion. Yeah, I think. Uh no, that was a uh, oh yeah, Omari uh yeah 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 because uh, Omarion I think got eliminated right right before that. I think also I'm looking now season four also I think had a really strong finale. You had the son with Leanne Rhymes, Aloe Black, and Nick Carter. That mm-hmm. I think was actually super solid because I remember when Tori Kelly got eliminated as a seahorse. That was so gaggy because people thought that she was probably going to make it to the end. Yeah. And then season two, obviously, I think had a tremendous finale. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely I feel like ultimately there's definitely a lot of seasons that have had good people at the end. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this season is unique for it. Is well, my I think I, I'm leaning towards if we were tier listing them, this would definitely be in the upper echelon for me. Of like what top five out of ten? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I don't think that's that hard of a take. <laughs> OK, maybe it would be like top four. Or maybe three. I don't know. Um, Having just looked at some of these, I the more <laughs> I looked, the less I I was agreeing with it. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, they all performed together. Uh, it, it ended up being fun. I thought it was a That's like cute. you said, it was a fun way to open the show up. And then we start going through each performer doing a doing a song. But mm-hmm. instead of clue packages, we're getting the becoming the blank. We're getting the becoming the cow package. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, not not a lot of clues, although, you know, you could look into it and you could say, well, for the cow, for example, who was the first person off the bat here, they chose the cow as a way to get the panel slash his friends off the scent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe you could think this is someone who you wouldn't typically see. Uh, 
it as a cow. <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe that doesn't help uh but also the comment about like that he's doing it for his mother and the inspiration kind of behind it so you know there's a little bit of those sort of i talked about this last week but the life story clues that aren't like a cool fun visual rebus puzzle per se but it's more about the story you could potentially look into some of that but i agree with you it was pretty much a nothing burger in terms of of the clue packages especially compared to to what we've seen previously. Yeah, I feel like the big takeaways for me from the cows package was that the uh, actively being like, they're going to figure me out. So I'm going to mess them up by dressing as a character they wouldn't expect me to dress as. And then used to wearing different hats. I know that could be like a triple threat reference, but I thought (laughs) I I feel like Neo wears a lot of hats. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, like like literally wears hats. Yes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, that was what I thought of as, as well. Though that is funny. I did giggle at the thought of the triple threat. I'm like, well, what are the, what are the three? uh, Oh my God. Not this again. (laughs) Oh, I won't belabor that point. Did he, has he done any acting? I'm sure he's done acting. Has he Hmm. done acting? (laughs) Everyone's done some acting probably. Uh, let's, let's see. see. He does I have know. a filmography. Yep, yep. He was on. Uh, wait, he was on Stomp the Yard. Really? I do not remember him in Stomp the Yard. Yeah, and he, he was, was on the, the. He was in the Wiz Live. Sharknado. Okay. Oh yes, didn't I feel like we talked about the Sharknado one? Maybe, possibly. That's vaguely familiar. Yeah. So, also, okay. there was a TV show, Step Up High Water. Is that anything to do with the Step Up franchise? Yeah, I mean, there's dancing in the preview, so I'm going to assume yes. Step Up was a good movie that did not need a whole franchise. I agree. It was a very fun. The first movie was delightful. Every other movie after that, it basically felt like what Fast and Furious is for racing movies. Step Up Mm. was for like dance based movies. Mm. We've watched all. We've watched all the Fast and Furious movies. Should we watch all the Step Up movies? I I don't think we need to. Okay. No offense to the Step Up franchise. Yeah. Um because I have watched the first one and Step Up to the Streets. <laughs> I've seen those <laughs> two. Okay. Well, you don't want to watch the 30 episode series of Step Up High Water. That okay, so oh my god, it is part of this franchise. Yeah, based yeah. on yeah. Uh, it was a YouTube Red series. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. The um, I do remember the Sharknado because it's Sharknado three colon. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've definitely talked about that. That's so funny. We should watch that. Yeah, we could if you want to, but I don't think we should. Well, we could. Okay. If you All want. Right. To. Well, we maybe we can think we can think about it. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get back to it. Okay. okay. But so- for now. Let's talk about the performance from the cow. Yes. All right. So I want to take a big step back, if I'm allowed to, and talk about the the cow's entire package. Okay. Because to me, my initial... Okay. I didn't know how the finale format was going to work. I didn't know that there were potentially going to be two performances from our participants. So when I saw that Rhythm Nation was the choice for the cow, I was like, 
oh, that's a very interesting choice because when I think of Rhythm Nation, as I think most people do, you think about that formation with the the dancing and the hand movements and the voguing and all of that. Like that's the first thing that comes to my mind. The last thing, not the last thing, but it's not the vocals, right? Like that's not what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on the dancing and the movement. And so I thought, oh, okay, so maybe we're going to get more dancing and maybe he'll have a different take on it. And we did eventually kind of get there. We did get the formation. We got the razzle dazzle. We got the lights although, or the dancing, although it was sort of hard to see with all the lights. I felt like the way they did the lighting was very distracting. Like I, it was flashing, right? And so it was kind of strobe light-ish. And that made it maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm blind or old or whatever the case is, but I had a hard time seeing the dancing through the flashing lights. <laughs> well, they did give a strobe light warning right before. Yeah, exactly. So I think it was a strobe light to kind of prevent that. That being said, overall, I thought it was a really fun razzle dazzly performance. Was I was I like super taken with the singing? No, not necessarily. But that's also because when I think of again with Rhythm Nation, I don't think of the vocals. Like that's not the first thing that comes to mind. So I think that the combination of the two performances that we got from the cow, blah, chef's kiss. But I didn't get it initially when we only had this first performance. So for me, I felt like the song on its own wasn't hitting. But with the lights and the choreo and the dancing and the razzle-dazzle, it definitely felt like a halftime show performance to me. Yes, yes. Because you know how like halftime show, you don't really leave them thinking the vocal performance was incredible. The vocal is not really going to be the best part of it. It's all the other stuff that's happening. And that's how I felt Mm -hmm. with this. Um, I also felt the same thing you did, though, which was cow where where are the vocals this is gonna make me nervous but then obviously later when you realize the final two get to perform once more i was like okay that worked out for you that's fine um yeah and i think the other thing the cow benefits from and we'll get into the other performers is that the cow was like the one of two performers that actually hit him with the razzle dazzle i feel like mm-hmm. there were two that were just ballads which mm-hmm. are fine but i feel like for the finale you always want some razzle dazzle mm-hmm. in my personal opinion I I completely agree with you. And I actually think that calling it the halftime performance, that's exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. It absolutely felt like the halftime show because it was so much on the the lights and the the staging and the dancing and all of that, where, yes, the vocals were sort of tertiary to everything else that was going on. And I think I would have been a lot more disappointed if we didn't get the second performance like again i had fun but in terms of the finale performance it's not something that i would have necessarily chosen although because we were able to get the second one again i thought i enjoyed it and i like the fact that he diversified with the two different performances i agree you got a little bit of both in which is exactly where you want to be um and the cow did say i've been a fan of the show from the jump so i was like okay that's good Mm -hmm. i like seeing that uh Mm -hmm. the guesses after this performance i think the razzle dazzle kind of snowed some of the judges here nicole and ken said usher jenny one with billy porter and robin like us was on neo i did not budge yeah and i think jenny did throw out neo um but then kind of settled on on billy porter Mm -hmm. but yeah robin robin knows he he knows 
<laughs> Nailed it. Nice. Very good. Okay. Very good for me. So you know that thing that you say when it's um it's almost the end of the year and you're going on a holiday or something like that and you go I don't <laughs> say it. Okay, but like people say it like see you next year, right? Uh-huh. And it's like because it's you know, it's only maybe a week or something, but because it's so close, you know, you get that, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, so I <laughs> I I decided that I was going to say it a bunch today at work. And I was like, see you next. But I was doing it only as an inside joke to myself. So what would happen is I would say, see you next, see you next year. (laughs) And then I would kind of laugh. And the other person would be like, yeah, haha. And then I would just keep laughing. Oh my God. (laughs) I would just keep laughing because I thought it was so funny. Anyway, I don't know why I started talking about that. So I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> well, h- happy Neo year, everybody. Oh, yes. Happy New Year. Happy Neo. Yes. Okay. That's that's how we got there. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, okay. Whew. Anyway. You do do that sometimes, though, where you will laugh <laughs> the normal amount and then you extend it and it becomes a concern for me because... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why are you laughing this like 15 seconds after still when I, especially if I made the joke, I'm like, that wasn't that funny. I don't know why she's giving me this much. <laughs> oh my God. That happened also. Um, oh my God. We had this, we had this zoom call. I literally had to turn my camera off so I could laugh because I just oh hold it together and I was trying not to. Um, it was something one of my coworkers said in a group. Okay. So, okay. So, you know, like, um, like most people who have work friends, uh, we're in a group Zoom call with like my entire lab. And then maybe there's a, a little side chat going on. OK, between uh, the cool kids in lab and wow. um, and <laughs> one of my coworkers said something. The way the light was hitting him, he was like, because he's so he shaves his head. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I look bald. And I was like, yeah, like, yes, you you are. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, never mind. Okay. It was really funny in my head at the time. I'm done. So you you took our time to tell us a yeah. story that you then abandoned at the ninth hour. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. know what? Let's well, just... It was just like he just stated the obvious. It was like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm white. Like, <laughs> anyway. What do you call an animal newspaper? Oh, um, a a move paper. It's the gazelle. Extra, extra. Read all about it. It's the gazelle, Leon. It's time for the gazelle. And in becoming the gazelle, the gazelle says, well, no one has a link to their costume like I do. You know, I have a deer tattoo for the person that I lost in my life. And when I saw the costume was so similar. It made me feel things. So the gazelle really loves their costume. Mm -hmm. I know. And that's so cute because we know that they, I mean, I I don't know. There seems to be some creative design when it comes to the costumes, but otherwise it feels like they, the creative team like makes the, the costumes kind of beforehand. Mm -hmm. So I'm really happy that this was able to resonate so well with her. Yeah. 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 I mean, then that was pretty much it. Again, the clue package had really not a whole lot to it we kind of like immediately went into the performance yeah then we get into the performance and i so this is when the first ballad of the night happens um chasing cars by snow patrol is the song of choice by the gazelle 
And I was like, okay, well, you're leaning on the vocals, so that's fine. I thought it was just a great performance. I really loved it. I loved this performance, yeah. too. I think the combination of obviously her vocal, she has such a delicate voice, but also a lot of power behind it. Like, mm-hmm. there's something that's really impressive about her vocal tone. And I think the combination of that with the song choice, with the set design, with all the flowers and her costume, completely student in flowers, just everything about this was vibing for me. Yeah, no, this worked for me really well. And I truly didn't expect the gazelle to not be in the final two. Especially yeah. after this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, maybe this was a really tough, good final group of <laughs> singers. I was really torn. I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I was mean, just I holding like... on for hope that the gazelle was going to win the whole thing, but I was maybe not super optimistic. Well, I feel like, you know, last season we had a very similar end game as well with uh, Pentatonics not making it to the final two. And it felt mm-hmm. like, well, we thought they were going to win the whole thing. So we have had finals that are close. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So the performance was good. I thought it was really nice. Um, it was so funny to me that the judges were also focused in on. I think it's this person, but she's not married. So it's not this mm-hmm. person because we had a very similar path throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And poor Ken, bless his soul. He kept saying it's Constance Wu. The more he said it, the less I believed him. And ultimately, he was wrong. It is not his friend Constance Wu. <laughs> I know. And it felt like every single time the gazelle performed, not just in this episode, but throughout the season, mm-hmm. he had latched on to Constance Wu and had said so many like nice things that I'm just I'm I'm empathetically putting myself in the gazelle's shoes mm-hmm. or in her her mask, for example. And I just think about like, oh my God, this is so awkward. Like the anxiety that I would feel knowing like bruh it's not like i'm not her <laughs> and she's saying all these emotional like sweet things i'm just like oh my god this is so uncomfortable she took it like a champ though good for her yeah she definitely did she was like i'm sorry i'm not constance but thank you yeah. so much for everything you've done for me <laughs> yeah i was so when she said that i i like <laughs> i cried and laughed all at the same time i was like oh you poor thing <laughs> Yeah, so the performance was good. Um, I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll dive into the Sea Queen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Liana. So the Sea Queen comes on and mentions that being with the costume, it's not really been smooth sailing. And uh, they're very used to being themselves and performing as themselves. So having to learn new songs, choreography and being in this hot ass costume has not been easy. And it's given them nervousness that they've not felt in a long time on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we've uh, we've seen this from contestants before. I mean, some of these costumes are are unwieldy like they're just massive and heavy and especially even if you are a seasoned performer you're used to being out there in you know stage clothes normal clothes whatever you're not used to being completely covered in tentacles as the sea queen 
So I understand her desire to get out of the costume, although it was interesting because I think she also made the comment about it made her feel really nervous in a way that she hasn't before. I thought that was interesting. It was kind of like you're taking on this other personality and reliving sort of the nervousness or maybe the costume was just so tough that that's why she was nervous. I'm not sure. But that was kind of interesting to get that insight into her psyche. Yeah. And then we get the performance and I thought this was great. I really enjoyed it. I felt like there was uh, the song choice itself felt like a good razzle dazzle song um, mm-hmm. because I felt like it was a combination of it wasn't a ballad. It was faster paced, but also it mm-hmm. wasn't like a full dance solo breakdown moment mm-hmm. either. I love 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 this song so for me when i started to hear the song and recognize what it was for me the expectations were like so high because i like really really like the song and i think that while she did a good job and had a lot of fun for me, it just didn't like necessarily stand out as much as the other two performances that we had seen up until that point. And I don't know, again, if part of that is like my bias, it's just really loving the song so much, or maybe because I felt like the call and response with the audience was really awkward. I don't know if you got that too, but it felt a little awkward. Like the audience to kind of didn't know what to say. And then mm-hmm. you kind of had the judges like trying to interject to like get the audience to to talk like the falling down at the end felt like the least awkward part of the performance. Yeah, this felt a little clunky. Ultimately, like the song itself was fine, but then there were so many elements where I was like, okay, I can, I guess safely say, I know who's not making it to the final two. Yeah, this was the, yeah. I mean, I think like Macy Gray on her own is really solid. I just don't know if this was necessarily the perform like the final performance that was going to get her up well, the even when two. she unmasked at the end i was like yeah i feel like she's going through it in this costume i'm happy she's unmasked now yes yeah i agree yeah the unmasking was um was definitely a little odd i mean it because yeah i don't know it's definitely it was a, it was a, it was a little it's a little it's a little weird but having a good time all in all what did you think of the inflatable like white things in the audience those like weird coral things no no it was okay (laughs) they reminded me of an ikea lamp i don't know why but that was all i could think about are you saying you want us to buy some more ikea lamps well we don't really have any ikea lamps that especially ones that look like that but maybe i used to have a lot of ikea lamps i feel like the ikea lamps are not as good that's shady. is that a thing? I don't know. Is that real? I think my mom may have said that, and I just sort of picked that up from her. <laughs> they they do the job fine. I'm, you know, fun fact: if you have uh, been following my podcasting career from Jump until I moved in with Liana, all of my mm-hmm. lighting was IKEA lighting. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. I don't I know where in- we got. What, what lamps do we have in the house? We have the overhead lighting. We have the lamp in the living room. I don't remember where Which, my mom and I got that. Yeah. I mean, that's really the only lamp I have stream lighting set up in here. So, yeah. Can't get that at Ikea. I bet you can now. Ah, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. I bet it exists. I don't know. But, you know, maybe one day we'll see. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that was fine. Everything was fine. What's funny about the Sea Queen is that for the first time in the history of the Masked Singer, I think all four judges said it's macy gray and when the reveal when the final guesses were coming in 
they each compiled, <laughs> added some guesses to a compilation, and then mm-hmm. all said at the same time, it's Macy Gray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just a, the type of person that has such a unique voice mm-hmm. that it's, you know, it's kind of, if you're attuned and you're actually going to pay attention, it's very clockable, which eventually I got there. But if you're, fam- obviously, if you're familiar with her voice, I was also really happy that the song that she got to sing, she, she got to sing I Try when she got on Mass, which is, I think, you know, her most popular, obviously, her most popular song. So that was very fun as well. Yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it. Good time had by uh, Sea Queen here on the show. Now let's go into the donut. Do you have notes on the becoming the donut segment? So I mean, I have the notes that I have written down is again we're hearing the story about him and his wife, and the donut mask made him happy because apparently on Saturdays his wife would go and get donuts, and actually her nickname for him was Fritter. So yeah, uh, she would little- get donuts, but then get him an apple fritter. So I was like, well, then then you should have been the apple fritter. <laughs> like, did you not like donuts? Is yeah. that why you got the apple fritter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's more symbolic. Like maybe it's representative because even though he didn't eat the donuts, like she would eat the donuts. I assume. I don't know why she would just buy donuts and then not eat them. Right. So I assume that she was the one who was eating the donuts. So for example, if like I if you were to pass away and I were to do the mass singer and they brought out like a a FIFA costume. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be you know I don't particularly play FIFA. I would remind me of you and would make me very emotional. And I so would have a FIFA be costume being a soccer jersey. <laughs> well, I was my, I was envisioning like the the box, <laughs> like like the console like, game box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was going to be a little console, <laughs> and then my face was going to be the face of the soccer player. I see on the box. That was what I was thinking of. But I blanked. That was the first. Also, yeah. So I don't know if you feel how you feel about that, Puya. But the fact that that was the first thing that I thought about for you was FIFA. But that's actually because we had the talk about our Steam compilations for what yeah, the Indians Steam, played. Steam yeah. year in review. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I feel like the performance by the donut was fine. It was a ballad. It was You're So Beautiful by Joe Cocker. Mm-hmm. And I think... And I hate that I'm saying this again, but this is a feeling I've had about other shows in the past, Mm -hmm. Um, specifically like an America's Got Talent or a Britain's Got Talent or any of these Got Talent shows, even American Idol to an extent at a time where I feel like sometimes the story the person has to get to that stage will push Mm -hmm. them further than their performance, because I don't think it was a bad performance. But I really did not think that the donut was going to make the final two. So much so that when the donut makes the final two, I thought the donut was going to win. I was surprised the donut didn't win mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. So I agree. With, okay, so I agree with you. I think another super emotional performance, only him on the stage. You had the mm-hmm. candlelights in the audience. The the theme, of course, I assume being again about his wife who passed. And naturally, I. We've 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 seen it, you know, like uh, I don't again, obviously very tragic, very emotional. Oh, 100%. He was able to use the show to work through his feelings from a <laughs> variety perspective. I'm like, OK, I get it. And a great singer. Um, 
but I kind of like was maybe wanting a little bit of something else. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, the fact that the gazelle also vocally did so well, like the donut and the gazelle, I think also like both performed so well. I think I was a little bit more impressed with the gazelle. Like I would have taken the gazelle and the cow to be the final two, most likely. I also understand the decision, although it may be frustrating. Yeah, I feel like to me, and, and that, this is the feeling I've had about when a story takes over the performer's performances, is that I'm not saying at all that I think the performer is using their story to get further not even a little bit the reality is if you have something that happened in your life that is a big moment whether it's a happy or a sad moment you're going to share it so and this is such a fresh wound because he loses his wife in february of the very same year that he's on the show and this didn't get recorded live so mm -hmm. it's even more sooner than december of the same year for him at the time but it really felt like the heartstrings being pulled was pushing the donut further. Um, and like you, part of me was like, where's the variety a little bit? You know, I was like, oh, yeah, where, where, where's your razzle dazzle number? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, I feel also, very harsh saying all this, but <laughs> you, you know, I've got to commentate on the show. Yeah, look, you, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's your opinion. No one can take that away from you. And you know what my opinion is? The costume is creepy. <laughs> I stand by it. I kind of wanted it to win just so that I could rub it no. in your face that you lost. It's so creepy. With this. <laughs> so creepy. Yeah. Well, 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 well. Um, ultimately, the performance is done and we do get a couple people that uh, potentially guess them correctly. Uh, specifically, Jenny McCarthy starts landing on the John Schneider of it all, which, by the way, I got right. So look at me go. Yep. Yep, we give you points for that. Yeah, Robin sticks with Tom Jones, Nicole, Engelbert, Humperdinck, and then Ken just, you know, obviously tearing up, giving the dedication to anyone who's who's loved and lost, which was pretty emotional and very like, oh, touched my heart a little bit. But yeah, yeah I mean, um, we do end up getting the correct guess here from Jenny and Puya, not to, to take yeah. away anything. So me and Jenny, because I said it first. Yes, right. Yes. I mean, technically she said it first because of the way it was filmed, but you know what? Yeah, we'll go ahead and But uh, I said it, but I said it before the episode where she says it. So like I uh, if I was live in the audience, I would have gotten there before she did. Okay, yes. All right. Okay, we'll give you that. Okay, good. My my ego needed more more of that. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. doing a good job. You're bringing home the bagels. As they say. Boo, Booliana. That's no. actually what PETA wrote for bringing home the bacon. Bringing home the bagels? Well, I, I did do yeah. that in a past life. This is Yeah, true. I know. That's why it's applicable <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, okay, so the Sea Queen is out. Macy Gray's the guest. Macy Gray gets unmasked. We already talked about it. Then the gazelle is out. And we're going to get a donut versus the cow once more. But it's not going to be a smackdown. It's they each get one more song. So they get an individual song, not a shared song that they're doing, which I think is the better choice for a final. Yeah, I completely agree. And I I think this is where when I think about the cow as making a almost strategic decision with the two songs, like I feel like if I was in that situation, you're kind of banking 
with the strategy that he took, you're kind of banking on the opportunity to get to perform in the finale to show mm-hmm. off sort of both sides, which also makes me very curious what the Sea Queen or the Gazelle would have done if they had had the opportunity to move to the, the finals and perform one more time, if they would have taken sort of a different direction for the song that that they were that they were doing. Um, because with the donut versus the cow, the donut gave us another little bit samey samey, I would say, whereas the cow was completely different and I think really showed off the versatility. Yes, I 100% co-sign what you're saying there. Um, the gazelle unmasking, no one gets it right. It ends oh, yeah. up being Janelle Parrish. And also, we didn't get it right. We Gazelle was the one person we couldn't we couldn't crack all season. Yeah, that which is it's very interesting because then so I never watched Pretty Little Liars. Same, I feel like I enjoy it though. I think so too. Maybe that's what we should watch. Maybe we should watch Pretty Little Liars together. I agree, but also I feel like watching a show with you is tough because because you don't have time. Oh, yeah. Because you'll be like, all right, let's watch (laughs) one episode tonight and then one episode in five days. (laughs) <laughs> and then I just want to know what happens and I want to binge okay. it. Yes. Well, one of two things would happen. Either the scenario that you described or we're watching on 2X and we're going to get it done in a day. I Those don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> or the third tough. option, which I've done with you before, which is I'll watch it without you and then watch it again with you and pretend I don't know what happened. I can't believe you do that. I have done that before a couple times. That's so rude. Wait, for what shows? Uh, it's this is like before I moved in with you. Oh, it's okay. been a minute. Okay. Um, but I mean, listen, you—I didn't rob your enjoyment of it. I still watched it with you. We still spent quality time. True, and I didn't know, so I wouldn't have exactly no harm, no foul. I well, suppose. I watched all of the genius without you after you fell off, and then didn't tell you for many years after when you mm-hmm. said, "I don't think I'm going to watch it." And I was like, well, I watched all of them, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I fell off. L plus ratio. Okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, Janelle, okay, so it, I was, I mean, she's absolutely stunning. She can sing like an angel. She, I, she has a new fan, and it me. It I, I fan now. <laughs> yeah, and I, and so it's, okay, I don't know. This isn't funny, but I immediately opened up her Wikipedia page, and I was like, all right, we're matching the clues, baby, and I scroll down. I open up the tab of personal life and literally it completely matches a hundred percent. So apparently her father-in-law was killed by a drunk driver two weeks before the wedding. So that's oh the story. God. I know. Isn't that heart wrenching? That's so horrible. Um, and so that's the story that she talked about, obviously when she's sort of giving the, uh, during the clue packages. And then also in the Wikipedia page, it states the story about how, they went so they went to Hawaii. This is for the wedding. During the vows, when her husband was talking about his so his father, her father-in-law, the sky opened up and po- started pouring rain. That's oh my gosh. That's like that the universe. Is chilling. Isn't that so chilling? That's so emotional. Oh, I my heart breaks for her. But she did fantastic. She did. She did really well. She killed it. And um, ultimately, I feel like she has many new fans now. Yeah. Also, um, I would like a, to do a wager with you. Okay. So season 11 is wrapped up at this point. We know this much. I want you to give me a number for a season. 
so that that's the benchmark of how long until we see Constance Wu on the show. Ooh, what's she biz- What's she doing? Is she just still and, working? Just give me a, rec- a prediction. Okay. Uh, 10. That is this season. Oh, I thought 10 more. Oh, so you think by season 20? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll take the under on that. I would go like by five seasons from now. So by 15. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see if that ever ends up coming to fruition. The um, what happens in season twelve? Uh, no. the <laughs> The other thing about Janelle Parrish is that she was on Dancing with the Stars, and fun fact, she came in third place, just like she came in third place on this show. So, oh my God, we really have to. Maybe that's the show we watch together because I feel like we could figure all of these out so much quicker. <laughs> What if we do? Okay, how about this? We, oh, Tommy Chong was on her same season. That's oh, actually go. so funny. Ooh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Les- Lolo Jones was also on that season. She was eliminated first. Okay, how about this? We just take all the names of all the people who are on Dancing with the Stars and we just start with that as kind of our initial list of people that we're pulling from. See, that's more efficient, but it's also more boring to me. Okay, fair. Where I'm like, yeah, we could definitely get them, but then I'm like, but then I don't have the fun of not knowing and being dumb with my guesses. Yeah. Be clinical. Clinical, bruv. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. Um, Okay. So the donut goes first. And again, it's slow music. We talked about this. They, they, the donut did try to bring some razzle dazzle by doing some audience stuff, going where the judges were and hanging out with them a little bit. But I feel like the cow doing take a bow by Rihanna dominated the second round, like left. No, nothing up to chance after this. <laughs> the cow ate the donut and left no crumbs. Like that's what happened because, because can, can we kind of jump around? Is it okay if we yeah, yeah. run a little bit? Okay. So we like, we get again, clue packages, although not, not a ton sort of comes from this, but yes, the the choice for the cow to start off with doing Rhythm Nation as a first performance, and I've already talked about this, but then to choose Take a Bow by Rihanna. Again, oh my God, I love this song so, 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 so much. And then for him to choose this as a final performance, to be able to execute it flawlessly. I just thought overall the whole thing was completely fantastic. I have only one singular note, and that is literally the only criticism that I have of this performance. And it is that when he goes to stand on the platform thing with all the red fabric-y, wiggly boys, like the, you know... You know, like a parachute, like when you were a kid and you would have the parachute and it would be all wiggly and then you run inside. It's like that. Anyway, the only thing that I would have changed is if they could have done the fabric sort of over the thing on the middle that he was standing on just to make it a little bit more seamless. But probably they couldn't do that for like safety issues or something like that. That's the only, literally the only thing that I would change. And that's not even about his performance. It was just simply about the staging. Yeah, no, I, I co-sign all of that, I think. Oh, I mean, maybe you could argue that last week his was his strongest vocal performance, but I still think that this was like so good. Um, yes. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. 
Again, nauseating. Nothing else left to dissect. Like it was per. I I th- again. I thought the one-two punch was perfect, especially after you realize that uh, the cow got to go a second time. The first choice makes a lot more sense to me. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's what I was saying where I didn't like quite get it until the end. And he was able to do this one. And then it was like, oh, that's so obvious. That's so good. That's so smart because you really get to be show off again your versatility by by doing both. Um, And then I guess just to like kind of close things out with the cow. The only other thing, like the clue package, I guess he won Grammys, but it was never televised. So he didn't get to give the acceptance speech. So I guess yes. Neo must have won Grammys for like randos, like you know, not random stuff, but you know how they give priority to the album and those types of things. Yeah. It must have been something like that they didn't air. Yeah, no, I, you know, obviously I can't think of any categories in the Grammys, but like, you know, best lighting in an oscar for example mm-hmm. i feel like wouldn't have i don't even know if that's a genre or that's a a category but you know what i mean okay yeah so he got um he topped uh received a grammy award for best contemporary r&b album which isn't one of the ma- televised ones i guess i think probably because it's a specific genre like it's contemporary r&b because mm-hmm. then there's a more general R&B album so maybe because it's it's like a subsection of a subsection it's kind of lower on the priority list for the Grammys yeah that makes sense to me yeah so yeah the, ultimately we get the cow as the winner Donut gets guest first none of the guesses change we had two Tom Jones we had one John Schneider which was Jenny Jenny's mm-hmm. right and then for the cow, we had the we didn't have the same guesses because Nicole did switch up. Nicole initially had Usher, switched mm-hmm. it up to Neo alongside Robin. Usher was still guessed by Ken, and then Jenny had Billy Porter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh oh, wait. Uh yes. Sorry, <laughs> yes. those those are the guesses. Yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, I was thinking I have some stuff to say about the donut, but that's yes, that's great for the cow. Love that. <laughs> love that for the cow yeah i mean it was fun it was a fun ending fun finale um i enjoyed myself they did mention we'll see you for season 11 like we talked about we know nicole's not going to be a panelist for that season because she would have she was recording something in the uk and rita Ora will be taking her spot on the judges panel mm-hmm. yes yes which i'm curious to see how that's gonna go I don't think it's going to be particularly disruptive. I know Rita Ora has done these types of shows before, so I think she'll probably fit right in. I'm curious to see what her guesses are like, but I really do love Nicole a lot. So she's probably my favorite judge. So I'm her presence will be missed for Mm -hmm. me personally. Oh, for me as well. I agree. I feel like she is one of my favorites on the panel. But Rita Ora is not going to be a stranger to this franchise because she did. She has judged for Massinger UK. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm happy that they're kind of picking within the family. So someone who will hopefully slide right in because, you know, you've got nine or 10 seasons of banter and camaraderie. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we've had we've had uh, guest judges and stuff before, but I'm trying to think of anyone. And we had a guest host when Nick wasn't there for a while and uh, Nisi Nash took over. Yeah, but 
I feel like it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I'm sure we're going to be very excited to see Nicole when she comes back for season 12. Mm-hmm. But she will be missed for this one season because, again, for actually, what rank the judges real quick? Nicole, Robin, Ken, Jenny. Yeah, we have the same. We have the same okay. ranking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that fun. Um, there's a there's just some episodes where maybe Robin might take the top spot um, here and every now and then, but not permanently. To me, Ken is either I'm super annoyed with him or I think it's really funny. Like there's no middle ground. No. And and I loved when Ken said the thing about Nick Cannon's uh, baby mamas in the season. Oh, yeah. That was they so had them in the recap. Oh, my God. When Neil started thanking his children and it kept going, I was like, I did not know Neil had this many kids. <laughs> yeah, he has seven kids. Yeah. And I love the little yeah. little dig at Nick of like, I don't have as many as you do, but I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, can we uh, just go quickly back to the donuts? I feel like we didn't really talk about the donuts final performance. Sure. Okay. In the clue package, did I hear this correctly? Most people don't know that I love to sing. Yes. Okay. What a weird clue. Why? Because isn't he known? I mean, obviously, I guess. Oh, you know what? I guess because most people think of him in the context of Dukes of Hazard. Exactly. Not all of his country. Because he's been a singer since the 1980s. He's released mm-hmm. nine studio albums, a greatest hits package, as well as 18 singles. So clearly he's like making music. But I guess to most people, they probably only think of him from Dukes of Hazard. So, OK, great. We've talked through that. I understand that. That makes sense. Second point that I also did not understand is in the performance, which Drift Away, also another song that I absolutely love. I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. I really like his voice overall. What I did not understand was the backup dancers dressed like white Trojan soldiers. I did not get that at all. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to lie. Okay. All right. <laughs> Never mind. We can move on then. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Every now and then, a backup dancer will catch my eye and not yours and vice versa. This is the vice versa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Something that I noticed that for some reason I thought was was an odd, an odd decision, but an uh, odd choice, yeah. perhaps. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But that's it, Liana. That is it. That's the Mass Singer season ten done. Oh, hold up. It's not done. I believe you have something to say to me. Thank you for being my co-host throughout the entire season. You've really driven and and steered the ship. um, And you are a winner in so many ways, especially deeply in my heart. And that is all. uh, uh, Hey. Do I have to concede? This isn't the presidential election. You have to say it. Fine. Congratulations. You are the winner of our draft and therefore i am the poopy butthole <laughs> what <laughs> the king is here yes, the champion yes, yes. i did yeah, it yeah. Get your i crown, did it your belts yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. 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 a very it, dominant <laughs> performance might i add it's actually so funny because thinking yeah exactly like you really crushed the competition you got in because of the ding dong that's the only reason I was in here is because of Ken thinking that it was Constance Wu. Yeah, 
because last year, remind me, for season nine, none of us got Medusa because we already had yeah. seen Medusa, right? So Medusa right. wins, so none of us win technically. No, I mean, I won because I had the Macaw who came in second. So. Me, 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 me. Uh, um, and then did you have the harp or was the harp a similar situation where we didn't pick the harp? I don't think, I think we picked we, the harp. Yeah, we didn't have the harp because, again, it was the first, yeah. like the and first then performer of the season. You had the lambs, if I remember correctly. Yes, that sounds vaguely familiar. I'd have to go back and check my uh, check my notes. See, and then I straight up, I'm looking at season seven. I do not remember season seven. I remember we had, you the, had the no, you you had the uh, the firefly. I think that's because that I'm seven. really good. So I haven't won since season seven, is what you're telling me. Yeah, but did, I also won, won I also had Queen of Hearts, and I won that one. Yes. Yes. I think you had the piglet, maybe. Perhaps. And I think I had, the, I don't know. Anyway, I'm the winner. I'm the best. I'm the champion. Um, yeah, I may, maybe next year. It depends. It's, it's tough with these. Cause like, obviously we didn't, we have not been drafting until after the premiere episode. Mm-hmm. And it's, Primarily because our schedules are so heavy when Mass Era comes around, because that's also the start of Survivor. We're usually in when the midst of another season of another show. I've got all these other shows. So hell, we'll see how this upcoming season is when the premiere is gonna be. And if we have the time, maybe we do the draft before the premiere. Ooh. Uh, don't threaten me with a good time. I will not. But <laughs> okay. this was me, uh Puya the Champions and Vakili. And this was Liana, the loser, Boris. We have been very appreciative of you all. Liana, let the people know where they can find you. What other projects you have going on, please? And thank you. Welp. Uh, what else do I have going on? I am finishing the season of Survivor with the BMB. About to go record that actually right now. And that is it. Thank you. And and uh, Drag Race coming back in January, right? Oh, my God. I know. Drag Race is coming back. We need to do a preview. It never ends, baby. Always got something going on. You can find me, of course, on Twitter at Puyism on twitch.tv slash Puya. That's where I am when I'm not uh, podcasting. So definitely come through and say hi. I always do appreciate that. Oh. Uh, not- yeah, go ahead. Cut, cut me Hi. off in the middle of my plugs. That's cool. Sorry. It's cool. Your plugs are important. And if you'd like to finish them first, you may. No, go ahead. Okay. So uh, that guy reached out to me on Twitter and said, which I, I knew Neo had been on the on the UK Mass Singer, but Macy Gray has also done the Mass Singer. Apparently, she did the Australian version in 2021. So I just wanted to note that. How did they do? I think Neo came in second in the UK, right? Yes, Neo came in second, and apparently he lost to a food mask also. So it was funny because he was up against another like food item. Well, Neo conquered his runner-up curse, uh, unlike the Macaw, who will forever be runner-up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, but it's funny. Um, all right, so that's what you cut off my plugs for, yes? Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad uh you chose to do that. Um, Night and Fiance. I've got two podcasts for y'all, one with Jason Reed, one with Sasha. With Sasha, we finished off everything that the other way had to offer. We did all we talked all about the tell-all. That season is now done. And with Jason, we talked about the 90 Day Fiance OG. There is gonna be a two-week hiatus. 
that's a little bit to hold you over until we get back to the podcast in January. And in January, traders, UK and US are coming back. So I'm going to be talking about both of those. It's going to be a busy month, but a lovely month. Thank you so much to our lovely listeners. Thank you to everyone who has been with us throughout this journey this season. And to all of you who reminded us that you are indeed listening with all of your cow puns a couple of weeks ago. We do appreciate that. And we hope you had fun. We'll see you in the new year, as Liana would like to say. But until then, take care. Have a good one. Bye. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the with you.